0: Hello and welcome uh, to another episode of Kuvira Insights where we talk to industry experts on how to best manage your wealth. Um, Today we have a special guest from Birla Sun Life, Abhishek Singhal. Abhishek uh, has been in the industry for 19 years. Um, He has had rich experience in asset management, investment advisory across business development and new products. What's really interesting about his profile is that he heads passives and product initiatives. So a lot of the product innovation that you see that will come out or that is coming out in the AMC industry, um, he's, playing a, he's playing his part in, in doing that within another Birla Sun Life. Abhishek completed his bachelor's degree in commerce with honors and holds a master's in business administration. Welcome, Abhishek. How are you today?
1: I'm very well. Good morning. Uh, and thank you for
0: calling me here, Gaurav. So let's, let's start with, you know, product innovation, right? So t- t- tell us a little bit more about what it means to head passives and product initiatives and what kind of innovations are you seeing in the AMC industry right now?
1: Yeah, so products is essentially a very, very interesting space. And over the last 26 years, we've, uh, we've seen perhaps maybe three um, stages of, of uh, innovation in this uh, marketplace. Um, way back in you know late '90s or early 2000s, we used to see plain vanilla diversified uh, products. These were largely access products. You were accessing all segments of the market through a diversified uh, product like you know an open-ended equity portfolio, an open-ended uh, debt portfolio, and trying to access various parts or uh, deeper parts of the market, which were more active, more vibrant, so to say. Creating alpha was not a problem. And it was sort of given at that point in time. Nobody used to think about benchmarks or um, index investing. And while index investing started in 1970s uh, in in the Western world. um, In 2010 and onwards, we saw the next wave of uh, change where you started seeing thematics come into play, various slicing and dicing of the market. You had growth fund, value fund, Mid-cap fund becoming large, small-cap fund becoming more prominent. Um, More thematics also coming into play. You had banking and financial, whole series of these funds coming in from across the industry. At the same time, you also saw participation coming through from foreign fund houses, some fund houses exiting, uh, local fund houses becoming bigger, a lot of work happening on deepening of the marketplace. SIP as a vehicle becoming very, very big in India. Uh, Now in perhaps its third stretch, uh, the industry is seeing alpha eroding across asset classes. Uh, the one big change or two or three big changes that happened, one was uh, recategorization way back in 2018, where all mutual funds became very um, templateized. So you know that you know the same 100 stocks are going to be bought in every large cap fund. You know the same 150 stocks are going to be bought in every mid cap fund. So what is the differentiation really? And And you know that, you know, um, across categories, uh, fund managers are finding it challenging to beat benchmarks. So a third wave which has started is towards passives. And this is perhaps the newest area of innovation which is happening. Um, Today, there is hardly a differentiation between, uh, you know, a large cap index and a large cap fund. Every portfolio that you see, including the index, you see the same, you know, 50 to 100 stocks. And the question is, at what cost am I able to access? So, you know, you know the funds are becoming really, really, really big now. So, uh, a lot of innovation happening there. Uh, the difference that you're going to see in the coming days is that this innovation is not going to be limited to one asset class. So, so far, we've talked about equities. You are going to see a much bigger innovation, much bigger disruption, so to say, happen in, even in fixed income space. Uh, in fixed income, no one had ever thought about uh, index investing. You know, it was easier to invest in index in equities because indexes were investable. In fixed income, in, uh, the index is largely a theoretical index. Uh, all these bonds, because of their lot sizes, because of their impact costs, because of the way let's they
0: take are- one, well, Let's take one step back. Vishen. What are the debt indices that are available? Let's start from, you know, uh, 101, because I, 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 and I'm just saying this because I think uh, a lot of people may not even know that there are debt indices that are available. What debt indices are currently available today? What kind of bonds and fixed income products do they track? And then let's get to how do we create an investable index out of them?
1: Fantastic. I think good observation. Uh, so, as per the uh, mutual fund rules and regulations, Every fund that we are investing in, whether it's an equity product or a fixed income product, it has to be compared with a benchmark. So we have to show our performances in relation to something called a benchmark. How is this benchmark created? A benchmark is nothing else but an index. And an index is essentially a portfolio of securities. If it's an equity fund, it's equity securities or equity shares and stocks. If it's a debt product, uh, it's essentially bonds. Now, all these bonds coming from the same issuer or the same company. So, for instance, you have NABARD, you have REC, PFC, HDFC Limited, even Government of India, uh, State Government of Maharashtra, State Government of Gujarat, and so and so forth. You can have variety of these bonds, all packaged into a portfolio. It becomes a benchmark. All benchmarks or all indices have one common factor. They could be maturing in a certain uh, time period. Uh, they could come from the same line of issuers. For instance, you know, all government issuers, or all PSU issuers, or all triple A rated issuers. Um, so indices can be, you know, sliced, diced. Different recipes can be created. When you think of it as an investable index you start to see are these large enough? Are these deep enough? Are these liquid enough? And when I say liquid, enough, can an investor actually go and invest in them? That's when they become basis for passive products on the fixed income side. So for instance, um, this is a very new space in India. I think there are hardly three or four uh, products available as of today. Right. In the coming periods, you are going to see more and more. And in fact, we are going to be launching one product very, very shortly in the next two weeks itself. What we are starting out with and what you are going to see more often going forward is custom indices or target maturity products. These are indices which are based on a common maturity date. So, for instance, we are looking at launching. Is a September 2026 index for SDL and PSU. Now, what are SDLs? SDLs are state development loans, and PSUs are, you know, public sector undertakings. So we are basically mixing the two very, very, very safe bonds. All of them up to five years of maturity, so that
0: it creates up to a, five years of maturity. Not exactly five years of maturity. not, not exactly. all of them are maturity.
1: Understood? Okay.
0: For the simple reason that, you know, all issuers
1: come on different dates, they have different borrowing requirements. We are trying to screen out a list of these so-called safe issuers, which would be maturing at the same time or in the same period and invest in them in a manner that, you know, it delivers a certain amount of return to the investor. Uh, The idea of this index is to sort of give a feeler that an investor is investing in an FD. Um, Now, what is this target maturity product going to do? It's essentially going to give you a more tax uh, advantaged sort of investment into a very, very predictable sort of portfolio. Um, Assuming that you would have have invested in 10 different FDs, HDFC Bank, ICSA Bank, SBI, uh, uh, Punjab National Bank, uh, OBC, If you had invested in all these banks, all of them five-year FDs, you would have had something called a portfolio of FDs. How each of them behaves or the return of each of them, a blended return would have given you one benchmark return. Same approach applied to bonds.
0: So quick question here. Is there already a 2026 index available and... The, and, uh, and the and the, the bond fund or the passive debt fund will just track it. So my, my question is, are there these indices already available uh, in NSE and NBSE or uh, you know the index providers, um, which can then be tracked? So that you know what I'm, I'm trying to kind of figure out what the parallel is with the equity space. In equity, what you have what happens is you have the Nifty Fifty index. It's been on for ages. You launch an ft 50 fund and then you can see what the tracking error is because there is a fund that has been going on right? is that something that we are going to see more and more on the passive debt side as well
1: yes so as the industry is maturing markets are getting finer and finer uh, the index providers are also working you know day and night to have these newer indexes available uh, so far we used to see uh you know more uh, innovation around thematic equity indexes. Of late, over the last maybe about year, year and a half, if you go on, let's say, the Nifty website or on the Crystal website, you would see that there are a whole host of these indexes which are now available from both these providers. There are other guys also working on providing such indexes. And they're also looking at generating more and more of these indexes uh, which could potentially become more investable by nature.
0: Is that uh, this leads to the, the follow-up question, right? Uh, again, I'm drawing a parallel to equity because I think that's the easiest ways, way to understand this, right? In equity, you have Nifty 50, which is for all practical purposes considered the market. Yeah. Either Sensex or Nifty 50, right? You pick the two, but that's what everyone reports on. That's what everyone mostly tracks. You might be investing in a small cap, but market is Nifty 50 or something. What is that equivalent on the debt side? Sure. So let's
1: pick up... Um... Uh, let's pick up a liquid fund. We have right. something as base, basic as you know a liquid fund, which is um, which is sort of an overnight investment option. Uh, almost every fund house will have a liquid fund available. You have yep. you know forty plus liquid funds available in the market today.
0: Right.
1: Almost half of them. Almost all of them. What a Nifty liquid fund. A li- Nifty liquid index. That liquid index is an equivalent of a Nifty 50 on the equity side. Right. Totally. The difference between the two indexes is in a Nifty 50, all these securities are tradable. The index is tradable by even retail investors like me or uh, maybe you um, in a fixed income format, because every security has a minimum of 5 crore lot. These indexes may not be truly tradable. The market impact cost of trading is quite high, but you know, typically a bond has you know, a short term bond, especially will be somewhere in the 4% to 5% yield scenario, maybe 6, 6% if it's a long-term bond. In equity, the margin or the capacity to take that tolerance or that error or that impact cost is much higher. In fixed income, you can't afford a 15 basis point slippage. Or a twenty basis points slippage.
0: Which how is- do you, how do you, uh, uh, you know, how do you structure it so that uh, you know each security in the index has a five crore lot size? But as an investor, I want to invest five thousand rupees, right? I mean, I'm, I'm not going to, and that five thousand rupees has then to get get split up amongst all the bonds because I want index-like returns. So, Absolutely. what are the challenges that that are there that you're solving for?
1: Um, Great question. And this is where the first basic rule for creating a fixed income index comes in. Liquidity management. Uh, What we do while creating these new indexes or considering new indexes for passive investing is we consider the liquidity of the underlying bonds. Can we go tomorrow to the market, buy and sell whenever we want to these particular bonds? or will they tend to be illiquid most long term bonds um, tend to become illiquid 3 months to 6 months after they are launched because the market is typically pretty liquid up to a 3 year or a 4 year segment beyond- most
0: investors also buy to hold right they, they, most of the investors are they, they, they buy the bonds to hold till maturity right it's a stm yeah. product it's not like people don't buy bonds to trade them off
1: after a three-year segment, yes, up to a three-year segment, not necessarily. People do trade it on almost on a regular basis and the right. market liquidity plays a lot of, uh, lot of role here. What we have observed over the last uh, maybe about six to nine months is that there are two, three different trends emerging. A, that market depth has started to increase. There is more liquidity available beyond the three-year point. B, uh, yields have sort of gone up pretty sharply and more so on the five-year end. On the five-year end, the kind of yields being offered by SDLs, which are equivalent to government bonds or yeah. psb bonds, is unnaturally high. Uh, you know, in a AA or a, or a AAA bond, you're getting a five-year bond at roughly about uh, 590 or 6%. But at the same time, a state development loan like a Maharashtra or a Gujarat, very, very highly rated, is also available at a 6% or maybe even slightly higher. So right. why do I need to take any sort of credit risk? I would rather create a portfolio of these particular you know, state government bonds. When we look at the liquidity and we know that long-term investors like insurance companies or pensions, as you said, Gaurav, will buy them, keep them in their books as an HTM trade. Uh, when we create and mutual funds are more active market players, So as more and more participants get into that space, market deepens further. You and me as 5,000 rupee, 10,000 rupee investors, what's in it for us? Mutual funds are helping bring together all these investors and create more liquidity in the marketplace. And hence the impact cost keeps on reducing over a period of time.